Hello, Nikita. And hello, Vasily. I can't believe we're back with another episode. Can you believe that? Barely, honestly. I didn't realize we we're going to make it this far. It's the furthest I've made so far when it comes to podcasts. So, <laughs> In life. G- good job, us. Go us. Go us. What's, what's bothering you? Uh, what is bothering me? I was reminded about the period of my life when I first discovered meditation. There is this book called The Mind Illuminated that's written by some PhD dude and he pretty much stripped down all of the spirituality, all of the metaphysics and he just laid out a step-by-step guide on like level one, level two with completion criteria. It's like gamification but for meditation. It's very good. So naturally the type of people who really enjoy it are engineers um, because you have, you know, levels. And so I read the book and I'm like, yep, I know exactly what meditation is and I know exactly how to get done. And I read through the book all the way to the end and like the higher stages of meditation are described very nice like i kind of want that i want to be very chill so i'm reading the book yes i'm reading the book and i'm i'm sort of uh thinking that i'll be very um soon very successful just all my problems will go away and be very happy uh which you know didn't happen the later much later Um, I'm discovering that apparently there is an entire different culture where people would say, well, what you really need is, you know, everything in life, everything in your perception, everything that you're thinking about is a result of your biochemistry. So when your hormones go up or down, when you eat things that you shouldn't eat, when you sleep too much or not enough, when your circadian rhythms are proper, when you, you know, all of that stuff, there's there's an entire culture of biohacking people, you know, they, they, they have their forums and discussions and they write books and they tell you exactly what you need to do to treat yourself like this human machine that you need to optimize. And these two perspectives do not, at least in my head, they do not compute. Because one of them says, like, don't worry about it. Just sit, meditate until you're done and then you'll be fine. The other one says, no, 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 no. Go work out, eat broccoli, take this extra medication. And then everything in your life is just a chemical reaction. So as long as you can optimize that, you'll be happy. And the reason it's important to me, because if one of them is right, I should rather do that. I get what you're saying. I understand your sort of desire to get to the bottom of it and possibly a little bit of, of confusion. And also, I think I know plenty of people who at least heard of them, if not personally, but maybe personally as well, who subscribe to both. They meditate and then they take their green powder, you know. So it's basically maximizing your chances of uh, spiritual and physical well-being. So you take here, you take the approach of either or, uh, like if one should negate the other, because most of the time, right, the, these camps, they have kind of extreme positions towards each other. Like, oh, this is all chemicals. That, that doesn't work. You know, you, you just got to meditate and you know, disconnect, walk in silence, look at the trees, and that's all you need to feel good. And other people say, well, plenty of scientists you know, proved that taking these supplements or doing these physical things to, to yourself actually have material effect and really improve your health and all this stuff. Uh, funny enough, my brother was just telling me like an hour ago that he got into some kind of no side effect purely healthy type of a steroid I guess and that requires two injections into the belly fat self-administered most likely (laughs) I was like whoa that's um, I didn't expect to hear that but I said is there anything bad about this like any downsides or anything he goes as far as I know no it's it's purely good and it allows you to kind of reboot your body and rejuvenate the growth hormone comes back 
back strong, you know, those kind of stuff. So would meditation give you that? I doubt it, you know. So yeah, mm. where am I standing? I mean, we'll find out where I stand on this later. But what, what are your thoughts? There is this person that I think he's kind of famous. Um, I keep seeing him in my somewhere in the on the internet. Um, there's this biohacking guru who I don't know, the rich person who is like 40 or 50 and who decided to dedicate his life to be as um, to, to prolong his life as for as much as possible. Um, as as you're googling it, uh, I forgot his name. But the whole point about this, I, I'm trying to remember. I think the, the another guy. Yes, I'm I'm gonna find you. Anyway, keep talking about it. I think I know the face of the guy. There's probably multiple of them. And it is always uh, raises like mixed uh, emotions for me when I see someone who's dedicating their life uh, to extending their life. <laughs> I just, I, I, I wonder, like, I don't think I can't do that. Yeah, there's one crazy guy who is very famous and he invented bulletproof coffee, as far as I know. And that's famously espresso with MCT oil, which is a fancy name for high quality coconut oil and butter and grass fed butter. So mix it all together with a little blender and you drink it in the morning and it gives you plenty of calories plus caffeine and you don't need breakfast and all this kind of stuff. So he's famous for that. Dave Osprey. Dave Osprey wrote books on biohacking. He's all about, essentially he claims to have created biohacking as a movement. So Dave Osprey is somebody to look out for. Um, and I think he's also into meditations. It's, it's hard to imagine him meditating. He's so hyper. Um, but yeah, he's he dedicated years, probably decades of his life looking for supplements that are nothing but good for you, that have like as little side effects as possible, but in turn give you productivity, beyond belief, super focus, attentiveness, ability to do things that you set out to do, plus uh, take care of the family, plus be a responsible human being, all this kind of stuff. And he's been on this medications for years uh, i'm not sure what's the latest about him he got off some of them or or what but bulletproof coffee actually i like and, and, and i drink it but how do we connect this to meditation even my stuff like that i was talking about the steroids you know um because most a lot of people believe that a healthy body is a healthy mind so if you do something with your body like go to the gym hit it harder come up with new routines you know do yoga for for more lightweight uh, less hardcore people that will kind of automatically make your spiritual side align as well so this is the this is exactly what 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 surprised me so you you've done vipassana before and i've done vipassana before once yes i've done it once i've done it twice and 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 the thing that they say in in that particular tradition that is, that is quite well preserved over the years uh, they, they specifically say no physical activity and that was so surprising to me because everybody now is talking about how physical activity is so important um and i remember how i was like very um uh confused <laughs> about this i really wanted to stretch so I, I i no yoga please stop so i remember people were like were chased after for doing yoga during the pasana <laughs> right right so and they claim and i i can see that i i i know people have done it a while and it i can see how it actually is quite effective so you pretty much can. I, I guess it's two approaches that I can't uh, really um, decide on. There is one approach that says the best way to discover your, let's call it happiness. I'm not even sure the word anymore, but let's the, the best way to make progress, let's say, is to eliminate things that don't serve you. So uh, you don't need more than what you already, like you don't need to optimize everything. It's, it's about simplicity. It's about like having a garden, eating, I don't know, eating your regular meals. And, um, and then there's another camp of people who... It, 
and maybe instead of doing more, it's actually doing less. It's, it's, it's about not talking. It's about spending, you know, hours and days in, in isolation. And, and that heals your mental state and similar approaches work for the physical state. And then there's another camp that says, well, actually, don't talk. Don't sit uh, in, in isolation. Go talk to people. And, 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 and that's how you like make progress with your, um, not sure the word again, maybe let's call it personal development. That's not exactly what I mean, but I don't have a better term. Or like, or like personal hangups, like whatever you're you're not satisfied about related to your well-being yourself can be cured by right going out and being out there and connecting with people getting this inspiration also, or sitting in silence reflecting self-reflecting you know aligning and all this kind of stuff like both pieces of advice they, they seem to make sense especially when delivered intellectually or convincingly Especially delivered by someone who would dedicate their life to doing just that. In in both cases, so we talk, we take this bulletproof guy, and we take the what's his name, uh, Goenka, who you know established the vipassana practice. I'm kind of I kind of want to put them together in the same room and like have them argue, and whichever one wins, I will follow this one. We can make AI models do that because I think Goenka passed away, uh, unfortunately, but um, Dave Asprey is, is alive. <laughs> but either way, two AI models trained exclusively on like piles of materials from one camp versus from the other. But practically what this means, right? Um, I remember uh, the last maybe about the last year, last 12 months, I grudgingly and with great difficulty was trying to get me into more of a weightlifting and exercising and out of yoga because I did too much yoga. So I decided to switch gears and do something different. So the few times when I finally was able to get into it, it was great. I just remember the feeling. I'm sure it's definitely like hormones. Definitely the feeling of like, wow, I am energized, happy, uh, confident, uh, have, a, have a great outlook on life, just like very feeling very good. And that lasted for a few weeks. And it lasted for a few weeks and I was running around telling everybody like, hey, I figured it out, y'all. I know exactly what it is. Just need to work out. That's the answer. That is the answer to all your problems. Just work out it. Trust me, you feel better. You look better. Good stuff. But this effect subsided. And later on, I wasn't getting as much out of it. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm mostly tired and I'm tired and sore the next day. Uh, it's 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 okay. Like It's it's nice, but it's not as overwhelmingly positive as, as I did it for the first time. Uh, and finally, what about psychologists shrinks who prescribe medication that's i think the ultimate converging uh, of verbal sort of support and like you know just communication as a form of help that sort of somehow arrives at the point of prescribing medication that will brute force your depression issues and whatever whatever it may be like attention issues i haven't been on that side i like i don't have any experience but uh, i think this is there's something there. Um, I have never been prescribed anything, but I've formed particular opinion based on a few interactions with people who were with situations where the prescription is necessary it is easy to understand why because those individuals just can't just go and work out more it's, it's usually like something that is very uh, difficult to deal with and I think and I am not an expert on this but I think that prescribed medication that is somewhat psychoactive exists to help change the behavior or just help change the baseline and, and it does like I talked to people who said my life was a living hell like everything 
everything was difficult. And I mean, everything, every, every aspect of life was difficult. And I have been on this medication for the last, whatever, couple of years, a couple of months. It's so much better, they say. Um, this is usually a side effect. People typically describe it as uh, uh, the range of emotions becomes uh, uh, less so that you're, you, you, you don't feel lo your lows. It's described like this. Your lows are not as low. Your highs are not as high. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Which can be okay for some people, you know. Uh, so in this case, it's, it's relatively easy to understand. But for a more regular average person who doesn't need this type of medication, that is where it is interesting to me. And I will say that I, over the over time, I think I stopped entirely like formal med med meditation. Because there was a moment when I was really... Um, influenced by the idea that to solve all of all the problems, I should just meditate a bunch. And that wasn't true. Um, maybe a more balanced and more mature approach to this seemingly impossible dilemma is to acknowledge that um, if someone is, that it's all about the balance and that different people need different things at different times. My favorite example with this, for example, is that um, literally everyone will say yoga is good for example, right? And um, I'm not a not an expert, but I have been trained as a yoga teacher and I've been doing yoga for a while until I stopped. And I discovered that it's actually some types of, some body types that when they do yoga, it's very easy for them. Like myself, I'm very um, hyper, hyper, hyper mobile, I am. Meaning that my, my joints are very easily getting into odd angles. So for me, doing yoga is actually easy and comfortable, which means I should be doing it because it's doing, it's, it's improving the part of me that's already relatively good. Instead, it is, makes more sense for me to do the opposite of it, which to me would be um, weightlifting. So create more stability where there is too much mobility. And if you're someone who has a ton of stability and you can lift a ton of weight, but you struggle with mobility, it does make sense to do more yoga. And I think similarly, if you're like, say, hyper... If you're a hyper person, right, it makes sense that you probably do need to train yourself to sit quietly and vice versa. If you're very timid and uh, and you prefer to be um, to stay in, maybe it is helpful to go out. So to me, like, I think the, the, the answer to this would be it's all about the balance. However, it doesn't answer the, 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 the right tool for the job. Right. However, it doesn't answer the, 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 the problem, the, the question of like, is happiness all about just your brain chemicals, and if you get if you can get those right, then you you win. That's that's the million dollar question. Yeah, we, we don't know. We will know. I, I I cannot claim to know to even like I'm comfortable saying that I both believe in chemicals that uh, are produced in the brain and can be externally sort of implanted. Well, as well as your own natural chemicals that get developed uh, based on things that out of activities that you perform there is an there's a view on this that all of this all of this in its entirety is chemicals because our brain operates on some kind of a chemical ensemble some kind of an interesting complex mix of things and science has like centuries of digging into it and giving it names and saying, oh, serotonin or dopamine, uh, or this is uh, all this and that, you know. This, mm -hmm. Yeah, let's talk about dopamine, right? Dopamine is a good example. So, so we talked about previously about social media um, 
and how it can be quite addictive, right? So imagine like the reason we unconsciously grab the phone and open Facebook or Instagram or your social media of choice is because it gives you a little bit of dopamine. It is designed, it's been discussed many times in many places. It's been designed to give you dopamine. So if you've ever tried that, um, I have, and I think you have too, uh, tried, un, let's call it unplugging for a little bit, just like deleting your social, uh, deleting your Instagram application from your phone and just telling yourself, I'm going to stop using it. Dopamine detox is a famous term for that. Dopamine detox. Yeah. So like doing this is surprisingly difficult because you really want that thing. Uh, and so from the pure meditation perspective, it would be interpreted from a pure like Buddhist meditation perspective. This would be interpreted as a craving that you should observe and not react. Right. But from a, I guess, from a like neuro neurochemistry perspective, you would just say, hey, you're you want it's dopamine. Your 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 brain circuits are, are now uh, your brain plasticity is helping you to to shape is shaping up a certain behavior that is now that is now you want to do. Um, so maybe they're not that different anyways in the end. They just use different different ways of describing it. I'm most comfortable with this, like that that no need, we don't need to create a villain out of these things. You know, it, it, if, if there's a suspicion that chemicals are bad for you, maybe there's some truth to that. You know, if you overdo chemicals in terms of like consuming uh, supplements and medications. Uh, but the chemicals that exist in our brains... They're inherently good because they they all play their role. And sometimes we can be low on some of them and we need help. And whatever help we can get from wherever, be it meditation, physical exercise, or taking supplements, if that helps us to replenish what's missing in our brains, I'm all for it. We just got to tread, tread carefully. Right. And to add to this, at least I have this pattern of discovering something and thinking that this is the answer. Um, and the answer is always context dependent, meaning that what is an answer today may not be the same, what may not be useful or even neutral tomorrow. And I invite every... So that if, if, if today... If I invite everybody into our show notes to uh, check out some links to, to dig deeper for yourselves. All right, good talking. It gives me ideas for more conversations uh, that can branch out of this for future recordings. So thanks, Nikita. Thank you, Vasily. Until the next time. See ya. Don't you like it when there's an advertisement for a pill? The pill that's supposed to make you happy? and then it Side effects may include death, but are not limited to. Are not limited to death. May include death, but if you're, if you're lucky. But otherwise, it may just uh, not include the side effects. <laughs>